Years of fame from authoring best-selling cookbooks, hosting TV cooking shows, opening restaurants and gourmet food stores, including the many Italy stores including the one in Chicago that opened eight years ago, and creating her own line of pastas, sauces and ready-made foods hasn't even slightly dimmed Lydia Maticcio Bastianich's enthusiasm for spreading the word about the glories of Italian cuisine. Indeed, if she had her way, we'd all be experts in Italian cooking. Italian food is very simple, Bastianich tells me as we chat about her cookbooks including one of my favorites, Lydia's Common Sense Italian Cooking, 150 Delicious and Simple Recipes Anyone Can Master, Knopf $35, which she co-authored with her daughter Tanya Bastianich Manwali. It's all about good ingredients and not fretting about the recipes. Passing on the traditions learned from helping her mother and grandmother cook, Bastianich revels in the email and comments she gets from fans crediting her with teaching them how to cook Italian. People think I don't know how to make an artichoke or risotto or pasta, she says, and when they learn, they are so excited. At one of my book signings, a woman told me that when her kids get home from school and they ask what's for dinner, if she says I'm cooking Lydia, they're happy. In her book, Bastianich expounds on using our judgment when it comes to cooking. We all have common sense in life, in the kitchen we all have it too, this book brings it out, she says. It's straightforward. Recipes are not law. It's okay to change a recipe according to what we have in the house. I want people to be comfortable with food. Intense food memories of her grandmother's Italian kitchen mix with those of coming to America at age 11 at a time when the Italian ingredients we take for granted now, fresh ricotta, pasta and mozzarella, a wide selection of Italian charcuterie, the arborio rice necessary for making risotto and high-end canned tomatoes, were difficult if not impossible to find. Vasianich describes herself as feeling yanked from a cocoon. And indeed life was much different. From milking goats and helping harvest the seasonal garden bounty, she instead wanted to be American which meant eating like an American. I was intrigued by Jello and TV dinners because that's what being Americans was, heat up a TV dinner and sit in front of the TV to eat, she recalls. Sometimes my mom would give me a fried zucchini sandwich for school. I was so embarrassed. In high school and college you did what your peers do. My mother was very upset. Fortunately, not only for her mother but for American home cooks, Bastianich, realizing she had a heritage that was rich, reconnected to her roots and became an advocate for real food versus what she calls American utility food. My father never would have eaten a TV dinner, she says. Food has given me so much. If I can share that it's a great gift. Sidebar, Mega Italian. Partnering with her son Joe as well as several others, Bastianich opened the 50,000-square-foot Italy in Manhattan over a decade ago. The group then brought the concept of all things Italian cuisine-wise to other cities including Chicago. The two-story 60,000-square-foot store features a plethora of restaurants, cooking classes a gelateria for gelato lovers, and enough retail food vendors to send even the most blasé foodie into overdrive. On October 22nd and 23rd, Italy is presenting their Tuscan Wine and Cheese event, a focus on artisanal cheeses, regional wines, and seasonal bites on October 22nd and 23rd, Italy Restaurant Fest until October 31st, and how to Italy offering tips for living and eating better as well as getting the most out of fall until November 1st. As for other events, there are cooking classes, market tours, and more all the time. Italy is located at 43 East Ohio Street, Chicago, Illinois. 
2560http://www.italy.com/italychicago The following recipes are from Lydia's Common Sense Italian Cooking. Chicken breast with orange and ghetta olives. Pollo con olivetta ranchi. 2 tablespoons extra virgin olive oil. 2 tablespoons unsalted butter. 1 and a half pounds thin sliced chicken cutlets. 1 teaspoon kosher salt. All-purpose flour for dredging. 1 large red onion, sliced. 1 cup pitted ghetta or kalamata olives, halved. Juice and zest of 1 orange. Half cup white wine. 1 teaspoon fennel powder. 2 tablespoons chopped fresh Italian parsley. In a large skillet over medium heat, add the olive oil and butter. Season the chicken with half teaspoon of salt and lightly dredge it in flour. Lightly brown the chicken in the skillet. You want the chicken to end up with a blonde colored crust and slowly build the color and flavor up on both sides, about two minutes per side. Cook the chicken in batches, if necessary, depending on the size of your skillet. Remove to a plate as it is colored. Once the chicken is colored, add the onion and cook until softened, about three to four minutes. Add the olives, orange juice and zest, white wine and fennel powder. Add chicken back to the skillet and simmer until the chicken is just cooked through and the sauce coats the chicken, about three to four minutes. Season with remaining salt, sprinkle with the parsley, and serve. Food Network Ina Garden Panettone Bread Pudding Lydia's Pear Bread Pudding 2 tablespoons softened unsalted butter 6 large eggs 1 cup sugar 1 teaspoon vanilla extract Zest of 1 lemon, grated 1 cup milk 1 cup heavy cream, plus more to whip for garnish 4 cups day old half-inch country bread cubes, crusts removed 2 bosque pears, peeled, cored, and cut into half-inch chunks 1 third cup blanched sliced almonds Preheat the oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit Coat the baking dish with softened butter Whisk the eggs in a large bowl Add all but 2 tablespoons of the sugar, the vanilla, and lemon zest and whisk to lighten the mixture Whisk in the milk and heavy cream Add the bread and pears, and pour the mixture into the prepared baking dish Sprinkle with the remaining 2 tablespoons of sugar and the almond slices Bake until the pudding is set and puffy and the top is golden, about 40 to 45 minutes Let cool on a rack for 15 minutes, serve warm or at room temperature, garnished with whipped cream Serving size Make 6 to 8 servings Apple cake Serves 4 2.2 pounds golden delicious apples 2 eggs 3.5 ounces flour 3.5 ounces sugar 3.5 ounces amaretti 3.5 ounces butter 1 tablespoon milk Half pack yeast for baking Preheat the oven to 350 degrees Fahrenheit butter and flour in an 8 or 9 inch springform pan In an electric mixer fitted with the paddle attachment, cream the butter and white sugar until pale and light, about 1 minute Add the eggs, one at a time, and beat until light and fluffy, another minute or two Beat in the vanilla Sift together the flour, baking powder, and salt Pour the dry ingredients into the mixer with the lemon zest, and mix until just combined. In a medium bowl, toss together the apples, brown sugar, and walnuts. Scrape the batter into the prepared pan, smooth the top, and then sprinkle with the apple mixture. Bake until a toothpick comes out clean from the center of the cake, 
about 35 to 40 minutes. Let cool on a rack, then unmold and cut into wedges to serve. Lydia's newest cookbook, A Pot, A Pan, and A Bowl, Simple Recipes for Perfect Meals was just released, here's a recipe from the book. Find more recipes on her Facebook page. Follow Lydia at at Lydia Bastianek.